0: Amen. So, um, as I was um, preparing, I, I, uh, I enjoy going through the Word of the Lord through Doctor Savell and Brother Copeland on, on a regular basis. And and as I was as I was getting in bed last night after service last night, um, just seeking the Lord. You don't want to just do something to be doing something. You want to be doing the right thing and speaking the right word. And uh, Pastor Justin's been doing an amazing. If you get a chance, I know you might not be a part of our church like physically, but man, the word that he's speaking that's going parallel with Dr. Savell's, what the word of the Lord is to us through Dr. Savell this year, uh, this being uh, the d- a year of an, a new door, and uh, we're bringing about supernatural increase like never before. Pastor Justin has taken it and, and really imparted to us as a body of believers how the word of God and how important it is for us to stay rooted and grounded in the word in order for God to unveil his, his word that he has for us. Amen. And the simplicity of it. And, As he's been doing it, for me, I'm a coach, so I, you know, I I told him last week, we were in the green room, and I said, you know, you're preaching this on simplicity, and how important it is for us to keep it simple, and it reminded me of Vince Lombardi, keep it simple with a lot of repetition, It reminded me of coaches that I have had poured into me that are, were great champions, multiple state champions, NBA championships, and they always talk about the little things, and the small things that they're willing to do that other people aren't willing to do in order to get the results that they're trying to get. Does that make sense? And so I, I don't. I think that sometimes, um, you know, we can run after a word or run after something, but it's in the small things. It's, the Bible says the small foxes spoil the vine. And it's important for us to keep it simple with a lot of repetition. Amen. There's, it's not that common. If you look at, at our founding father, Dr. Savelle and Miss Carolyn, they there's not there's not a lot of flash to them. Uh, if you know, you know, we know them. They're, they're so rooted and grounded on the word of God and the simplicity of the word. And I believe that's why they've had the longevity that they've had in ministry and then allow us to sit underneath them to work with them in preaching the gospel all over the world. Amen. But it's the simple things. And Pastor Justin's been unveiling that where the word is concerned, but also in our personal lives as a staff. We need to continue to cultivate the simplicity of staying in the word. Get a hunger and thirst for the word. Staying in that word and let that word be a lamp unto our feet and a light into our path. As I was um, praying over us last night, um, the spirit of the Lord began to speak some things to me. Uh, as I was just enlightening, Lord, what do you want to really talk about tomorrow morning? Um, and uh, this came to me. It says, the word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light into our path. And And I was really... I've been pressing in, Cassie and I have been talking about this, about the door, you know, the new door, a new door. And, uh, and if you put that together with Brother Copeland's prophecy over the year of great change, he talks about uh, the laws of the spirit that release miracles and divine healings and manifestations of his almighty power on the earth. That's part of his, the prophecy that came forth through him. And you think about those mysteries, and you think about the mysteries really being the Word of God unveiled to us in in a higher form than we've ever seen before, because God changes not. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But our understanding can go to such a level that we've never been at before. Amen? And so the the Lord began to minister to me last night. He said, the Word of God is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. The door is our hearts. We have to hear what God is speaking to our hearts. If there are too many other doors coming in, words, open, we can't hear what he, and, you know, we're going to look at John chapter 10 in just a second, what he, the true door, because Jesus said, I am the door. He says, so, he says, we can't hear what he, the true door, is speaking to us. So if too many other doors are open, we're not going to hear what it is that God's trying to unveil to us, that new door that he has for us. And sometimes we need to shut some of those doors so we can get in, in line and pay attention to what it is specifically that God's speaking to us. And again, he started off saying this to me last night. The word, my word is a lamp unto your feet. So in order for that door, there's a light coming out of that door that God's trying to get to us. He's trying to enlighten us. He's trying to bring us into the revelation. He's not hidden it from us. He's not trying to hide it from us. But there's sometimes there's so many other doors open up that we need to know what door God's trying to get us to, to look and focus on. He says, uh, we must shut the doors that are distractions to us in order to hear and see the new door that God is trying to talk to us about and open for us, open for us to bring supernatural increase like never before. If we will continue to lean and rely upon the light of the word of God, then our path will be enlightened and we will see the supernatural increase that God has hidden for us, not from us. And uh, this morning, as I was meditating on that a little bit more, he said that Jesus is the word, therefore the word is the door, right? Yeah. We've got to have the word is the door, Jesus is the word, so the, and the word is the door, the mysteries are the keys to the kingdom, right? So when he talks about, we're going to, when we pray in the spirit, we're praying out the mysteries that God has intended for us to walk in. You know, and so that those mysteries, though, are still the word of God because the word doesn't change. It's just enlightening us to the word like we've never seen the word before. All right. And so we continue to do that. They are unveiled by the spirit. He comes to reveal the word as we pray in the spirit, the perfect because we know when we're praying in the spirit, we're praying the perfect will of God for our situation. According to Romans chapter eight, we're interceding and moanings and groanings and praying out. That perfect word that God has for us. Now, we might not see it naturally at first, but if we continue to stay in it, that God is going to unveil it to us. We'll be open unto us by the words that we are speaking out. And you'll hear Dr. Savell, and you've heard, Pastor, when you're, uh, especially Brother Copeland, will talk about praying in the spirit. Make sure that you receive whatever it is that you've just prayed. All right? Because what we're praying is the word of God. Build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Well, we know faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Right? So when we're praying in the spirit, and that door you you and I are looking for right now, that new door, we're praying the spirit over it. We're praying that door open. If we're being directive about our prayer, then we receive what it is we're praying in the spirit. Now we might our mind might not be fruitful at the moment, but as we continue to cultivate the seed of that word that's been planted in our spirit, man, by praying in the spirit, which is praying the word of God out, amen, then we'll be able to see what it is that God's trying to show us. You know, in Ephesians, I was praying this, I prayed this, you know, it's um, probably for about 20 years, that Ephesians chapter one, when I first got filled with the Holy Ghost and got a hold of the word of faith, that prayer right there helped change my life. For My eyes could be, my eyes could be enlightened. And then I began to pray it over my family. Then I began to pray, Cassie and I, for years. We prayed this almost every day over our partners. And then five years ago, when we came on staff here a little over five years ago, that was something that I automatically started praying over us as a staff. I've always prayed it over the Savelles, but I've learned to pray over more specifically uh, in in enlightenment for us as a body and get specific targeting for people when they come and they're asking for prayer or things like that but the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, how they're going to be enlightened, they're going to be enlightened by that word, right? Let's go to John chapter 10. I want to read the scripture, word of God. I was, you know, the more you dive into this, I even went back and looked at Ken's, I love listening to Ken teach. He unveils the truth of the word of God in such a, a great way and, and dives into it and, you know, and it's so important. He, he talked a little bit about the word in a different light. Last time he was speaking to us, John chapter ten verse one. Before I before I read that, I, I'm gonna, you can stay where you are there. I'm going uh, In the beginning was the Word. We need to we need to remember. I think sometimes we for, we can. Um, this right here can be taken too lightly, right. Right. and just the reality: the Word of God is our source. This is the source of our life. It's the source of our strength. It is the uncompromised, it is the, uh, uh, it is the, um, it is God breath, for one, it is God, so it, is, it, it comes from the throne room of God, and it's, it's profitable for us for reproof proof and for teaching to help build us up into the things that God's called us to be, but if we're not spending time in this word, just taking it and reading it, face value, just taking it and reading it, face value, not trying to get a message, not trying to get a, a something for somebody else, personally taking and digesting this, allowing the word to totally um, totally come in and spend time with us. He is the word. Jesus is the word. So in John chapter 1, I'm just going to quote this, and then we'll go to 10. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, right? And then we know in verse 14, and the word became flesh, and he dwelt among us. So we can't just take this word as just words written on a paper or written on the tablets of our heart. He's a person. He's a person. And our our personal relationship, now that word person comes that personal relationship that you and I have that God wants to unveil that new door for you and I personally. Come on, you know, there's a new door for us personally and your door is going to be different than my door. It's just a reality because, but there is a new door for me to walk through in this season and time in my life. I have to trust and rely upon and lean on him to direct my path where this word is concerned. And I can't borrow somebody else's revelation where this word is concerned. I, I can't, just because Dr. Savell comes in here and preaches it, I can't just, re- I, I, I pull on it and I'm drawing it out of him. But that word has got to become mine. And that word, I've got to hear specifically God is speaking to me particularly exactly the way I need to be spoken to. Amen? Okay, so John chapter 10 now. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door, by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Continue. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. Listen to this. And he calleth his own sheep by name. He calleth his own sheep by name. When you look that up in the Greek, that means he's literally saying, Vicky. Pay attention, Vic. God is, when you and I begin to allow the word of God to be unveiled to, when we spend personal, intimate time in the word, he begins to speak to us specifically. Uh, uh, no other word, and, and praise God for confirmation of what God speaks to you through a prophet or through your pastor or through someone. But God's personally, he's saying, I, I'm, "I'm." look at that. He says, he calleth his own sheep by name. You know, I, I think about that, and I think someone that has a tremendous revelation of this is Jesse. You can hear, if you've ever heard Jesse talk, Jesse, hello, Je-, you know, he, t- he just has that conversation with Jesus. Hello, Jesse, you know, you can hear that, but the thing that you and I have to hear is I hear, you know what I hear? Hey, Ricky, he calls me Ricky. That's me, you know, and that, that, but I know that. I know when Ricky's not doing something, Ricky should be doing, Amen. Okay, but I also know when he's happy with me and he's pleased with me. Amen? And so, but it becomes personal. And sometimes in the rat ratus of life or in the tasks that we have at hand, we stop hearing his voice. We stop, well, here's better. We stop spending quality, intimate time with him to hear his voice because he's always speaking. We get too grown up sometimes that we don't let ourselves set. In the presence of Abba Daddy, and Daddy says, Hey, son, hey, let's do this. Just spending that quality time with him. Because the door, the new door that he has for all of us in different forms and fashion, is only going to be revealed truly to us through him himself. Amen. Now, there's, those, that, that door could probably be, be open right now, yeah. and it probably is but you still need to get rid of some of those distractions. I may need to get rid of some distractions in order to walk through it clearly and know that that is the door he's talking about. Wow. And trust him and have confidence that you're going to walk through it the way he wants you to walk through it. But it's personal. Okay, say it's personal. It's personal. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his what? His voice. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from them, for they know not the voice of strangers. Now, the only time you can know the voice of strangers is you're spending time with those strangers. Right? Pastor Justin, he's a, that pastor has been coming on him a lot lately about just who you hanging with, who you with, that's the sermon he's preaching, who you with, who are you listening to, who told you, that's what he said to Adam and Eve, who told you you were naked? Right? what don't listen to that but but the only way to know the difference is you got to know the real thing on this authenticity of the word of god and the only way you know that is by you personally spending the personal time that you need in this word and pastor justin the book that i'm writing right now is the main things to keep the main thing the main thing and the main thing is your relationship with god not how many places you preach or many people get saved. If you're going to have longevity in what God's got, your relationship, our relationship with him, I have, you have to fight for it sometimes. You have to really wake up a little bit earlier, you know, do it, do, you know, go to bed, listening to it when you go to bed so that when you wake up, that's the first thing you're hearing when you wake up in the morning, you know, try to cultivate a, a constant hearing of what God's trying to say to you, making sure you're very, you and I, I have to make sure that I'm very uh, diligent about when I step into my vehicle, that I'm listening to the Word come into my spirit, man. Again, Amen. There's times, and this is a good example. There's times where Cassie gets in my vehicle. And she says, "Can we turn that off?" You know, because why? Because she want, we're, we we don't get to spend a lot of time together sometimes. So our times in a vehicle driving to church could be a time that we actually have time to actually talk. You know what I'm saying? But what is that? That's the same. You know, that's that intimate relationship. One-on-one, but that's also what God wants to do with us all the time. Make room for him. Making room for him. Pastor Justin's minister, are we making room for him so we can hear his voice to know what the new door is that God has for us? Um, The parable, this parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them, again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Remember, Jesus is the word. So you have to find out what God's saying to you. You have to hear what he is, what he's saying to you. And you know, I'm not going to downplay the reality showing up to church. How many times has God talked to me sitting here listening to Pastor Justin or listening to Dr. Savell? just showing up to church? Because the word of God is being preached. That's a blessing that we have in the church that we have is that the word of God is being preached, not somebody's thoughts or somebody else's ideas. We have to have that word. So when you do show up, yes, the word of God can speak to you. But do you ever find yourself in the middle of a sermon, a good sermon, and all of a sudden you're not anywhere in the sermon? You're, another, you're, you're, you're thinking about other scriptures and God's talking to you about this and you're, you know, what is that? God all of a sudden starts interrupting your conversation. He's talking, because why? The word's being preached, yeah. all right? And so he's unveiling that truth that you and I need. He'll start talking about do this or do that or, you know, or reminding you of something you stopped doing so that you can get to doing it again, Amen. All, right? all right, so all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, I really think that's really neat because when you you and I are having a relationship communion with Jesus on an everyday basis and allowing the Holy Spirit that we're praying in the spirit and receiving the word Jesus, still receiving Jesus and we're praying in the spirit the Holy Spirit came to what? Reveal Jesus unto us, right? That's his job. So what what does that mean? The Holy Spirit was going to reveal the words that we need from the word of God for us, for whatever that is. Now, it's really cool because he says you come in and out and enjoy pasture. That pasture is feeding your source. Your supernatural increase comes from you and I constantly having communion back and forth with God then we do whatever it is we're walking with him. We hear it, we're hear we following his leading and guiding, and it brings us into that supernatural increase that he's promised us. Yeah. He's our shepherd, right? Yes. And so he's leading us and guiding us, and the way he's leading us to guide us by his voice. Yes. He's leading us. In, so we, the, the more time we spend with him on an intimate basis, the easier it is for us to hear what it is he's telling us to do, and the more supernatural increase we're going to see come into our lives. And that's in any area, not just the physical, not just the financial realm, but the insights, the ideas, the concepts that we need. That, and that's one of the things that Brother Copeland prophesied, that the, there's going to be insights and, and, uh, and unveilings that, that God's been wanting to pour out on his body for a long time during this, this season. Great manifested power comes to us so that we can, un, un, he can unveil the things that he needs to unveil to us. I'm going to read a couple more scriptures and I believe it will help us. Um, I went through Ephesians one seventeen. Go to John eight thirty one. Continue you in my word. I love how he says that. Eight thirty one. It says then verse thirty one says then Jesus said to those Jew, Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. And the truth of who Jesus says, I am the truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. We are not going to walk through the new door that God has for us by by any other way but his truth. And allowing his truth to enlighten us to what we need to do in our lives. Um, Go to Colossians 4, 3. Colossians 4, 3, and, and we pray this, and we pray this for Dr. I pray this for Dr. Savell all the time. I know we pray this for our international directors because, and even for ourselves as a church, I know, Joseph, we're believing for doors to open up for us in our community still, in our outreaches and things that God has for us. Uh, but why? And this is this is why. In, in Colossians 4, 3, with all praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance. Here's the thing that the door is, is a constant communication, a portal that lets us go in and out of where we're coming from in its communication. Okay. Open unto us the door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I'm also, I am also in bonds. So the mysteries, so the insights, the, the re- revelation knowledge that you and I have, we're believing that we want people to receive the wisdom that we have. Well, we're not there all that in a bag of chips yet. Come on. The reality, there's more that God wants to unveil to us, and we've got to pray that, that we have the, the ability to hear what it is that, that God's trying to speak to us as we come in and out the doors that he has for us, amen, or the door that he has for us. Look in um chapter 1, and verse 26 and 7. Y'all know this, but I want to read it. Even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generation, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, here he is, Paul's preaching to the Colossians, and he's believing for this utterance to be given unto him so he can unveil the mystery. So, you and I, if you, have a, if, you have, if you have knowledge, I was reading a story the other day about when the gold rush first hit. And a, a couple actually had, it was a little note that I read, and, but the reality was they, uh, they were sitting in California, and that was before the big gold rush hit, And uh, they had a doorstop, and the doorstop was actually gold. They had no earthly idea what it was or the value of it. And so they sold it for less than they should have by far because they didn't know what they had. Right? They they used it as a doorstop, so it had to have some weight to it, right? Mm -hmm. So the reality is that, and I've I've heard Bill Winston say this, and Brother Roberts used to say, there are miracles passing you by every day. And 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 to, for me, I, I, I've, and I want us as a body because I believe some of the things it's, and I love our staff because we understand that wherever Yacha Savelle goes, we're going with him. What, whatever we're doing as a bo, as a body, we we have the privilege of not just letting things pass us by you the, the reason you're on staff here the reason God's called you here is because uh there's an anointing on your life to help pull out of the spirit realm the things that God has intended for us to walk in as a body of believers together with the servants. Amen. But well, we just can't rely upon just their revelation to get us to where we they they know that they're called to go cuz they God just gives them the part that they are supposed to believe for. There there's same things that you and I it looks like a mystery when Dr. Travelle looks at you and says, I want to get this done. You're looking, you're thinking, how? Right. You see, come on. <laughs> Seriously. And it's a mystery to you. And you know what? Wouldn't it be nice to know the mystery? Uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, I, I was, um, I was fortunate to be able to go with Cassie to the, to the, um, her rec- the recording, the new album's fixing to come out. We're excited about the new album. And uh, you know, one of the reasons why this album came out was Dr. Revel specifically said, "I want more. I want a full album." And and uh, and Cassie took that for her and her team. Okay, we gotta we gotta press in here. And they spent time praying in the spirit and seeking God, and and the, some of those songs came while she, her, or her team was sitting in here, and Dr. Revel's either preaching or Pastor Justin's preaching, and all of a sudden those are coming out. And what was really cool is without, one of the things that, uh, you know, they were believing for was that the, it would be something that was coming out of this house, that God had coming out of this house. And uh, without knowing that, when we were in the recording studio last week, uh, Michael Howe is doing, doing the recording and doing all the mixing, and, and he's amazing. But he and I were just having conversation, talking. He says, you know, one thing that's so cool about this album... He says, this is like, uh, this is your, this is y'all's. This town is coming out. It's yours. Yes. And, and this is like, he says, this is a really unique, he says, and it's anointed. He says, there's an anointing coming out of this thing. Right. And so, but it's not like any, he says, but it's yours. And that's what he's, and he said that this is coming out of your house. What is that? Because you, wherever we, there, there's whatever, wherever we are called to be, and us being faithful to do and be who God's created us to be in the areas that he's placed us in, whether it's here in the ministry or in our churches that we go to, no matter where it is, when we are faithful and pursuing the open door that God, the new door that God has, looking for what God's trying to reveal to us, when we're intimately seeking God's face, where his revelation knowledge is concerned for the different areas, God will unveil them to you. The mysteries that we need as a body, he'll reveal them to you so that we can be equipped to do what we're called to do as a whole entire team. As Dr. Savelle, it's, it's you know, I think about, you know, uh, the different people in Jehoshaphat and they were sitting there and what? He spoke through some, he didn't speak through Jehoshaphat, he spoke through somebody else. You look at different, uh, I love the story that Jesse tells about building God's, uh, pro, no, I think it's building God's projects debt-free and under budget. He talks about the guy who they're on the job site and they're trying to figure out how to build their, their sanctuary. And he does not want a beams in the middle of his sanctuary. And uh, he says they all get together. Jesse happens to be there. And he, he gets all of them together, the contractor, the head guy, everybody. And they, they all circle around. They start praying. And Jesse prays that God, you're going to reveal this to somebody. And we need this now. Amen. And he looked around the circle. He didn't didn't talk to me about it. He didn't talk to you. Who's, you know, and finally, nobody was speaking up. Nobody was. And finally, there's this guy over here smoking a cigarette. Okay. It's in the group. Okay. And he says, well, and he put a cigarette down, excuse me. He puts a cigarette down. Okay. This is just contract. You got subcontractors when you're doing work sometimes. And so he goes, have you ever thought about doing this, 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 and this, and this? And the, the the guy who actually Ray, I don't remember what his role, what his title was. A guy by the name of Ray was overseeing the whole entire project. He went, oh, wow, what 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 else is God trying to unveil to us? Why, why not you? Why not me? Why why do we have to look and wait for someone else? to tell us what we're supposed to be doing. What, God. God's so intimate with us, he wants to tell you personally. And you know what's really cool is when they come back behind you and somebody like Dr. Travelle or Pastor Justin or one of your ministers or pastor, they come up and say, you know, I believe the Lord wants you to do, you know, man, that's confirmation. Exactly what God's been talking to me about. You know, but, it's, but it, there's nothing like it when it's already been revealed to you by him. Yeah. Because he's the one that's trying to help you see what you need to see in order to do what he's called you to do and be who he created us to be. So us going in and out the door comes from a relationship, our personal relationship that we have with God on an everyday basis. That new door is going to come by us cultivating that and and looking for it as a ministry. I believe our ministry here in different parts of different departments, here, JSMI, USA, Africa, wherever, South Africa, wherever, there are new doors that God's opened up for all these different areas of ministry that we have. Why, what, what if he brings it through you? Come on. Yeah. And, and confirms that. And just, it's a God idea because you're spending quality time with him. Never forget the small things. Never for allow us. We should never allow ourselves to um, uh, think little of ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. when it comes to what God is trying to reveal to us as a body, but he's just looking for someone that would be willing to just spend enough time with him to hear what it is that he's trying to say. And and it can be a confirmation. It's always fun. I know there's times where you may be getting something from God and then Dr. Vail comes up and starts talking about it. You know, what is that? That God's you're helping him I actually confirm that as well. It, it adds fuel to your fire. Amen. There's nothing like when you hearing from God and all of a sudden you hear him preach or somebody else preach. You go, oh, I'm glad I'm not, I went out left field somewhere. You know what I mean? It really is. And so, but how how important it is for us to be looking for it in in our lives personally, amen. Because when you flourish and thrive, we flourish and thrive. Bottom line, we're a part of the, all part of the same body, and we need to go be going there in a hurry. But we don't do it in a hurry, amen. It's now, now faith is, now faith is, now faith is, and we have it. We take hold of it in Jesus' name, amen. Make sure. Uh, The last scripture I want to share with you is in Proverbs 3, 5. This is, and I'm actually going to read this from the Amplified. Because most of you in here have spent time, good quality time in the Word. You do all the time. And I think that that's, that's, you know, it's it's important. Amen. We should all be spending quality time in the Word. And so, but sometimes... um, we can rely on yesterday's manna, right? We can just, well, I've heard that message or I hear what you're saying, but wait, stop. God's trying to add more fuel to the fire. I've been listening. To, I've been, uh, I picked up Rick Renner's new book, uh, Ablaze. And it's like, and one of the things that he talks about keeping your fire burning is you got to keep adding wood to the fire. And one of the pieces of wood or one of the things that you add is the word. That's the first one. He said, if you don't have this, you don't have a fire. There's a word, and Pastor Justin has been ministering about that some on Sunday mornings as well. That word, word, the word, is like a fire shut up in my bones. Amen. Mm-hmm. And you and I've got to meditate in that word. But we don't want yesterday's manna, leftover bread. Right. We don't want. Yeah, we don't want the leftover stuff. We want the good stuff. Yeah. Man, man. When well, my mom, when I was a kid, and those homemade tortillas come off the comal, Man, those are so. I mean, my my wife, first time she ever ate them, it's like. She ain't like four of them. She ate four of them and didn't eat much of her She's just The tortillas were so good, you know, when they're coming off like that. When you're getting that, you, can, you and I you're, you, you can be in a position to constantly hear what God's doing and saying and so that we can constantly do whatever it is he's asking us to do. Amen? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting got excited about tortillas there. Okay. All right. So Proverbs 3, 5, and this is amplified. It says, lean on, trust in, be confident in the Lord. And and then the word, the word of the Lord. The Lord is the word. Amen. Jesus is the word. With all your heart and mind, do not rely on your own insight or understanding. And I think sometimes in in the natural, we can, I've heard that or, you know, I hear what you're saying, Brother Rick, or your pastor, wherever you go to church. And you're like, he's going to preach on that. You know what? It's like Brother Hagin said. You know, they asked him, he says, when are you going to preach something else besides Mark 11, 23? He said, whenever you get this, we'll go on to something else. right. And so there's sometimes we just need that. And I think that it's the small, But I go, and I'll go back to what I started off with. Some of the greatest, and I look at Dr. Savell, he is such an example of just keeping it simple with a lot of repetition. Yes. He's not preaching anything out the his foundation of who he is and has been doing it for 51 years. And look at the results that he's getting. Look at the results that you and I just need to stay in the middle of it, keep doing what it is that we know to do, and we will get the results that we know that God's word is promising us where that's concerned. Amen. So stay with it. Father God, we thank you for your word. Bless you for it, Lord. We thank you for uh, this time together. And I just, I take hold of it. I receive it by grace through faith. Uh, help me to be more diligent about uh, meditating in your word day and night and staying in it and, and just expecting to hear from you where your word is concerned. And, and by faith, we believe that we receive the new door. And we will see supernatural increase like never before in 2020. We thank you for it in advance. We bless you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Uh, Ken, do you have anything? Is there something coming up or going on? Okay. So I know some of the Dr. Savell's schedule has changed. Make sure you know what that schedule is so we can continue.